Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The True Yari Show. Drive! Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a new episode of the podcast. It is, while well, I'm recording, it's Friday, and it's 6.32 p.m. Uh, Central Time over here in San Antonio. Uh, just me tonight. Uh, originally, it was going to be me and Ruben. Um, uh, due to technical uh, difficulties, Ruben can't be on. So we had to reschedule, <clears throat> but I couldn't, you know, not put out a show. So... It's just me. I'm just gonna. It's just gonna be a simple show tonight. I'm just gonna be talking about CM Punk, uh, uh, predicting the shows for this weekend, SummerSlam and Takeover. I already did it on um, on Hammerlock Hangover last night with uh, Steve <clears throat> and Jeff. So I'm just gonna, but I'm still gonna give it anyway because I still need to put out a show for you guys. Um, I guess one thing I need to kind of go over is I've been really mulling this over in my head about something that's been on my mind for the longest time about <clears throat> uh, moving elsewhere. Hold on. Jesus Christ. That was probably bad I didn't do before the show, but fuck it. Anyways. So I've been mulling it over in my head about moving the show to a different platform. Um, and this has nothing to do with Spreaker. Um, Spreaker's always been good to me. Spreaker's always paid me. Um, this is just... <sighs> At the end of the day, it's a money thing. Um, and Anchor is actually free. They, they're free and they actually pay you. Just about it. So, I'm gonna cancel my Spreaker membership. Um, no, I'm not gonna cancel the show. Just let me get that out there. I'm not going to cancel the show. I'm going to cancel my Spreaker uh, membership and switch over to Anchor, <clears throat> which it looks like all the shows are on. Because before, it only had a show, like the most recent updated show that was on it was from like 2019. 
and I what I was doing was I was um, what do you call it redirecting the the feed to a new platform and when I did it at first the shows weren't automatically on there and I didn't expect it to like just be on there like right off the bat I knew it was gonna take some time so I sent anchor a I sent anchor a Twitter DM and I just told him about it and they said oh well we'll, we'll get right on it so I decided to record on Anchor for the show today. So I go to my profile and all the episodes are on the most recent episode. So like I mentioned, effective immediately, I will be uh, switching over to Anchor. Um, canceling, I'm going to cancel my subscription to Spreaker. Um, you'll still be able to hear the show. <clears throat> the, shows are, the show is still going to come out on other platforms. I'm, I mean... I'm not sure if I have to, like, once I start my membership, I mean, it's not really a membership, but I'm not sure if I have to, like, redo the whole, you know, publish, you know, shows on other platform shit. I have to ask RJ a little bit, because RJ <clears throat> knows more about Anchor than I do. You're going to be hearing me clear my throat a lot. So, and it's also, again, it's a money thing. I'm cutting costs on a lot of shit. And I have a lot of shit that I'm subscribed to. And, you know, we're trying to save up for, you know, a big vacation next year. So, because next June is going to be uh, me and the ladies' 10-year uh, ten, ten year anniversary. So, we've been planning something big. And I can't even really say what it is, because we're not even sure yet. But we're, uh, we want to save money, so I'm looking at a lot of things I'm subscribed to. So I'm just going to cut costs on a lot of shit. <clears throat> and uh, Spreaker, unfortunately, is one of them. So again, Spreaker's always been good to me. And I have nothing but good things to say about Spreaker. I mean, if you're... I mean, if you're a podcaster, if you're an up-and-coming podcaster, and you don't mind, you know, spending a few bucks to make a few bucks, then, you know, Spreaker is the right, the right place for you. But this is again. This is just a money thing. Like I just, I'm trying to, you know, save a few bucks, mainly. <clears throat> so, anyways, enough of that. Um, I guess the big news that's happening today is Rampage, which I believe starts right after. Right after SmackDown. I don't think it goes... I don't think it competes with SmackDown. I think it goes right after SmackDown. So like at 9 central time. It's going to be in Chicago. And it's going to be in the United Center. Which is a really big deal because... Vince McMahon himself has not spent money to try and, to try and go to the United Center. Like the United Center is you know known as like... The, mo the single most expensive you know, arena because they will poke your eyes up. Not even Vince McMahon himself does not spend money on that shit. You know, whenever they go to Chicago, they'll go to Rosemont or Illinois or, you know, whatever, but they won't actually go to Chicago. <clears throat> Tony Khan, of course, is willing to open up his pocketbook. So he spent over a shit ton of money to book this show in, in, uh, in the United States. 
and you know the water on the water cooler for the past you know forever is that um, a certain punk if you will will be making his debut his return but also his debut in AEW uh, CM Punk you didn't know what I was talking about um, and CM Punk you know usually whenever the wrestling talk you know enters the equation he'll just automatically just flat off deny and say no not coming not doing it uh, or he'll like he'll just say I'm not doing it I'm done you know I have no reason to come back you know <clears throat> You know, let the, let the young guys wrestle. Give the young guys a chance. Lately, he's been very cute about the wrestling talk. Like, when they ask him, you know, about AEW specifically, like, who do you like over there? He'll name a few people, like Darby Allen, for example. He says Darby Allen's, you know, the king of, you know, dives. <clears throat> and also on his Instagram, he's been putting some interesting stuff on his stories. Um, just today, he put a picture of the Dark Knight Returns, you know, graphic novel with, you know, Queens Don't Stop Me Now. And then I believe it was yesterday or the day before, or might have been a few days ago. On his Instagram store, he put the number 5, the number 11, and 2021, which, you know, people were deciphering that as, you know, 05 meant that's when he signed with WWE. 2011 was a summer of punk, which is when he resigned. And 2021, that could mean anything. That could mean maybe he's announcing retirement, maybe he's announcing his return, which is what people are looking at is. Um, all I know is that tonight's going to be a big night for wrestling. Preferably for AEW. Um, Tony Khan has been very, you know, hush-hush on the CM Punk talk. And he's, you know, he said in an interview, I don't want to disappoint anybody. And that's pretty much all he said. And then Anthony Missionary Thomas from Wrestling Soup, you know, shared the quote. And he's like, all right, I'm going. So Anthony Missionary Thomas is going to be in attendance at AEW tonight, which is going to be pretty interesting. Um, so I'm definitely going to be watching. I mean, what's uh, they're they're going to get a big rating. Just out of curiosity. And all I'm, all I'm going to say is that for the longest time when it came to CM Punk, I've always had the notion of, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. And even this past, like, month, these past months, I've been very much, I'll believe it when I see it. Now I have a feeling it's an actual possibility. Because like I said, before CM Punk had made it very clear he's done and he's not coming back. You know, preferably if it was WWE. If they asked him WWE, you know, questions, he would say, you know, I don't want to come back. You know, he said before, you know, I'll just be another wrestler on a bad television show. He's been very complimentary of AEW. About a lot of people on there. So I know he's friends with the Bucks, which is odd that they would be friends. Um, again, he's been very complimentary of Darby Allen. Um... Um, it's weird because there's people in the company I think he has heat with, or he doesn't really get along with, because I know he doesn't get along with Jericho. Um, or I, I think it's a thing of he doesn't like Jericho, but Jericho likes him. Because <laughs> Jericho, 
it's uh, you know he did good acquisition. Uh, I think he's friends with Big Show. I think he's friends with Mark Henry. Um, and then I believe Christian. I don't know how he feels about Matt Hardy because you know he dated Lita and Matt, of course, dated Lita. So it'd be interesting. It would be very interesting. I'm interested to see what happens tonight. But how do you place it? Like, I mean, is the obvious notion of like save it for later, or you know have like a have a heel like an MJF, um, you know do do his heel shtick, you know talking shit about you know CM Punk or Chicago. Like, I think it would definitely get him a lot of heel heat if he came out to cult of personality, and. You know, MJF comes out just to piss off the crowd. You know, kind of like with Shawn Michaels when he was in, uh, whatchamacallit. Was it Calgary? No, it was, Mount, it was Montreal. I'm sorry. It was Montreal in, as in 2005. He comes out and just talks shit to everybody in Canada. And then Bret Hart's music plays and the whole place goes nuts and Shawn's just in the ring just dying laughing. And I just remember, and that's why I remember it was Montreal. He goes, who's oh, our daddy? Montreal! You know, MJF can do that. Like he can, you know, come out and talk a little shit, or he could, or you know, like I mentioned, cult of personality plays, and it's just MJF, and he just talks a little bit of shit. And because one thing that's a lot of people don't seem to remember is um, there's a picture of MJF as a kid taking a picture with CM Punk, which I imagine. Was like in 06, 07. Because that was when Punk still had the long hair and, you know, looked all skinny and shit. I mean, he's still kind of skinny, but he looked skinnier back then. Um, I don't, I don't know how you would book it. Like, I don't know what CM Punk's first, like, interaction with anybody would be. You know, I really don't know. Um, you, you can't have that be the beginning of the show because nothing nothing after that is going to be able to top CM Punk coming up. I don't think the crowd will care. I mean, they probably will. I mean, because AEW loves loves any other wrestlers, regardless of how uh, green they are. But <clears throat> you save that shit for last. Save that shit for last to be an entire 30-minute segment. Like, CM Punk just cannot come out for, like, five minutes. He has to... You need to give him a whole sitcom's worth of, of uh, TV time. Like, that's what you do. But, again, I'm not booking the show, so I have no clue what they're going to do. But, um... As far as after that goes, how do you keep that momentum? Because when I was on Hammerlock Hangover last night, I said, you know, Punk needs to be an attraction. Like... We'll just point out the obvious. He hasn't wrestled in seven years. And a lot of punks, you know, gripe with the company was that, you know, he never got time off. You know, he was always just wrestling constantly. And, you know, for a guy that hasn't wrestled in seven years, and I don't know how old punk is. I believe he's like, like early 40s. <clears throat> so I can't imagine that he's, you know, the same, you know, spry young man that he was seven years ago. So. He needs to be, he needs to be, again, he needs to be an attraction. Because Daniel Bryan is going to want to come in and work a lot. Like, 
you know, the talk is that Daniel Bryan asked for a, a part-time schedule. And they just, they literally just let Daniel Bryan have whatever, whatever they want, whatever the hell he wanted, which, which good. For CM Punk, he needs to be an attraction. Because if he comes out every single week, it's going to be like what he said with WWE. He's going to just be another guy on a television show. Or, in WWE's case, a bad television show. For AEW, I mean, I don't want to say AEW is a bad television show compared to Raw, but it's not a perfect television show. But you don't want CM Punk to just be another character on a television. You want him to be. You want him. You want the crowd to care that he's there. It's like Jim Cornette says, "How can I miss you when you're never gone?" So, that's how he needs to be used. You know, use him for only pay per view events, which AEW only has like what four or five pay per view events a year. Like that's what you do. Or for their big, you know, with it Fighter Fest, Fight for the Fallen, whatever they want to call it. <clears throat> That's how you use them. And uh, use them sparingly. And like, I know I just said um, attraction, which is kind of the same thing. But I don't know how they keep this momentum after tonight if he does show up, which it kind of seems like he is. But uh, we'll, we'll see. They're get, if I had to guess, I would say they're going to get like a maybe a 1.5. That's my biggest guess, which is not bad. It's decent. Um, and then how do they keep it? You know, because at the end of the day, AEW relies more on the ratings. That's how they look at it. They rely more on the ratings and the wrestling. You know, WWE relies more on the characters and the storylines, which, you know, they're not getting threes and fours and fives anymore, but, you know, SmackDown is still getting twos. For the most part, Raw gets, you know, 1.7, 1.8, but you know, it's not anything, you know, brag about. But, and then NXT, you know, is doing a lot of sports entertainment stuff, which can work for them in their favor. But NXT should be the wrestling show and not the sports entertainment show. And also they should just be a peacock, but that's another story. Um, but again... I'll be happy when CM Punk comes back because I like CM Punk. Um, and that's it. I mean, I'll, and I'll be happy when Daniel Bryan comes back. Because I like both of those guys. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about tonight. I'll be looking forward to it. I'll definitely be watching. <clears throat> Didn't get a chance to watch the first show when it was live, but I was able to... This is weird because I... I... Not subscribed to it, but I put it on my DVR, but for whatever reason, the first episode didn't pop up until, like, a few days ago. And not the day of, which is so weird. But luckily, I was able to watch it. Tonight, I will definitely watch it. It's going to be a lot of wrestling. It's going to be three hours worth of wrestling tonight. Back to back. So, again, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's Chicago. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, Chicago is white fucking hot when it comes to their wrestling. You know, they love their wrestling. They're all, they are going to be white hot tonight. And so look out, look out for that. <clears throat> so I guess we get into SummerSlam. All right, let's get into SummerSlam. SummerSlam is this Sunday. It's going to be in Las Vegas. I don't... Because I, I printed out the matches at work. I forgot to print out, like, I guess the name of the arena. I just, I just know it's in SummerSlam. Not SummerSlam. Las Vegas. And so far, there's ten matches. There's not a pre-show. I mean, there should really be a pre-show if you're going to have ten matches. But good thing it's on a Saturday. I mean, I, I kind of hope they keep this thing going of pay-per-views on a Saturday because uh, we're not going to sit there and watch a three and a half hour WWE pay-per-view and then we have to work the next day or you know for some other people they have to take their kids to school the next day so keep it on Saturdays that's that's a, that's a better thing to do is keep it on Saturdays and don't you know with this you know uh, you know keep everyone there until midnight on Sunday but I, just, I hope they keep this one of the one of the few good things Nick Khan has, has done. Um, so let's do this. Let's go. Uh, I'm just gonna start in order. Nikki Ash, almost a superhero, the Raw Women's Champion versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, I have not been the biggest fan of Nikki Ash. Um. It's nothing personal against Nikki. I like Nikki a lot. I like Nikki Cross a lot. I think she's great. I think she's a sweetheart. I'm just not liking this gimmick. And the crowd isn't really liking it either. They really aren't. Like the, when I was at Raw on Monday, they the crowd was booing her. They were booing her during her promo in the back. You know, she was giving... She, I've already made peace with the fact that this isn't for us. This isn't for grown-ups. This is, this is for kids. So kids are going to like this, I think. But the crowd was booing her. Like, I, I, I can't ignore that. They were booing her. Like, she's out there saying, I thought I got it would be a superhero. And just, the crowd just does not like her. I mean, I, I, let me rephrase that. They don't like the gimmick. I don't think it's her they don't like. I think it's the gimmick they don't like. Um, the whole goody-goody gimmick. Um... And she gets booed during the match. She gets beat by Rhea. She's already get. She's been beat by both women on Raw. And then later on, they have a tag match against Nia Jax and Charlotte, and then they lose too. So, and then after the match, she was a little bit more aggressive, and when they went after Charlotte, but. I don't know. Someone pointed that out that, you know, maybe that's a character change. Maybe she's going to be more like a badass, you know, anti-hero. Maybe she's going to change. I kind of hope so because, you know, again, the whole goody-goody thing just isn't working. And again, I know it's, I know I said the gimmick's not for me, but it's just, it's, it's not good. It's, it sucks. 
And I don't, I don't want to boo Nikki because I like Nikki a lot. I think she's amazing. Um, but just you're making her look like an idiot. You really are. It, it's stupid. And I, and again, I don't want to boo Nikki, but I, my pick was Charlotte. Um, again, old reliable. That's basically Charlotte. You know, Nikki, this isn't working. I mean. The, they only really gave it to her so that way she can cash it in the crowd and go nuts. And then Rhea just hasn't been doing well because Rhea's problem is that she has no identity. Like, she's supposed to be a face, but she acts like a heel. And I know people are going to say, oh, well, she's an anti-hero. She's an anti-baby face. She's, you know, a, a kick-ass face. Like, she does heelish things and she talks like a heel. But it does. It's not in a way where it's like you know, she you you would think she's fighting for the side of good. I I I don't know really how to explain it for it to make sense. But she just she she needs to be a heel, straight up. She needs to be a heel. She needs to stop pretending to be a face. She needs to be a heel. Probably the best way I can think of it is like. She acts like a heel, but she talks like a face. Like, like she tries to give, you know, babyface promos, but she does it in a heelish way. That'd be like if I said, that'd be like if I showed up to your house, and I was like, hey man, how you doing? How's your family? And I heard, I heard about what happened to your uncle. I'm really sorry, dude. If you ever need anything from me, just let me know. Now, here's me saying in a, in a heelish way. Hey man, how's your family? <laughs> yeah, her weapon, your uncle. <laughs> By the way, if you ever need anything from me, just, yeah, just tell me. Come on. <laughs> you know, maybe it's not the best impression, but um, you guys kind of get the gist of what I'm saying. Um, But it's just, she needs to be a heel. But yeah, again, she's young. I mean, she. I think people forget how young she is. She's, I, don't, I don't even think she's 25 yet. That's how young she is. So she has a long ways to go. So she has a whole... If she's 28 and she still has a fucking identity crisis, then that's going to be a problem. But I think she'll do fine. She has the talent and she has the look. So she'll do fine. But Charlotte's going to win. Um, As far as, like, what happens, because, you know, the talk is that, you know, uh, not Rhea, uh, Becky is possibly going to show up at SummerSlam or maybe even the next night. I think you save that for the next night. Like, you have Charlotte come out and talk a little bit of shit. And, you know, Becky comes out and, you know, says, by the way, that's my title. That's my title you're holding. And you and me have unfinished business. And, yeah, we've seen Becky and Charlotte, you know, eight million times. It's just like, who else in the women's division is going to draw on people? You know, Charlotte is a draw, in my opinion. Becky is a draw. You know, Rhonda is a job, but Rhonda's not here. Rhonda's, you know, pregnant, and I don't even think she'll be back, personally. Um, Sasha, that's up for discussion. Bailey, I don't think, is a draw. Bailey, I think, is the better worker out of that whole bunch, but I don't think she's a draw. Yeah, Charlotte and Becky are the draws. You know, they, they sell merch, they bring in the people. Like, that can main event a pay per view. Could it main event? WrestleMania again? I don't think so. But could that main event backlash? Could that main event 
Hell in a Cell? Could that mean event, you know, No Way Out? Yeah, it could. So, you know, when Becky comes back, it's going to be huge. Because we have not seen Becky in over a year. I mean, because she left after, you know, Wrestle... Not Wrestle, but... Um, she actually wrote, uh, left the night after Money in the Bank. Because that was when Oscar, you know, won Money in the Bank. And then, you know, Becky... You know, she was pregnant, she left, and she just, she allowed Asuka to not cash it in. Well, technically cash it but not like, you know, pin her feet or she's going to get stuck it. So, she's been gone for, was it like, uh, I guess like a, like a, almost pretty much a year and a half, which is crazy. But hey, you know, you have kids, you know, Becky earned that time off. So, I want to see Becky back. I love Becky. Seth, not so much, but I, I love Becky. Um, so, it, it's going to be cool to hear that theme. That that was probably the, the worst interpretation of that song, but you get what I mean. Uh, let's see. The hot blonde on my TV. Anyways, anyways, back to the show. I'm watching Modern Family, so the hot blonde on the show. Ariel wants her. She's kind of... I'm not going to lie. She's kind of funny. No, not kind of. She is. I love brunettes. I love brunettes and glasses. Um, so, yeah, that's my prediction for the first match. Uh, second match in order. I'm assu- Actually, I'm just going to flip-flop around, because I think the second match that's on this list is going to be the main event. So I'm just going to go backwards. AJ Styles and Omos. The Raw Tag Team Champions uh, versus RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Matt Riddle for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, I'm looking forward to this match, which is when's the last time we've ever looked forward to a Tag Team Championship match in WWE? I mean, we really haven't because Tag Team titles, you know, they're just, for a lack of a better term, for a long time, and they've been very much like a prop. They've been a prop match. I mean, the last time Tag Team Tiles, I guess, had some significance to them was when they main evented TLC in 2010. Or not 2010, 2009. When it was DX versus uh, Jericho. And that I, that match was more about the teams and not really the titles. But it was the last time the tag titles, I guess, had any significance. Hold on, let me just turn that down. Come on. Right. Um, that, I mean, that's, that's the example I can think of in the most recent one. But I'm looking very much looking forward to this match. The crowd's going to be hot for it because, again, going back to Raw, Riddle is over. I mean, I, I've known Riddle was over for the last few weeks. The crowd was loving Riddle. As soon as his music hit, especially during the segment where he came out to make the save for Orton, as soon as his music hit, they were going nuts. They were going fucking nuts. And whenever him and Randy embraced and Randy said, you got my respect, kid, and they hugged, the whole place went nuts. And I like when Randy went, you know, Randy, you make me so happy. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love uh, Riddle. Riddle has made the best of 
whatever the WWE has wanted him to do. And the talk is that Vince likes him. Which, that's always... That's always a feather in your cap. If Vince likes you, then you're in. You're in. And it helps that, you know, Riddle's talented. And he can also, he can also be goofy and he can be serious. Um, and it helps when you have a, you have a guy like Randy Orton there to teach you. And I, it wouldn't surprise me if you found out that Randy actually did like Matt. That he, you know, went out of his way to put him over. Because the one thing about Randy that's always kind of, not, well, not kind of, but it's always been a thing of like, you don't know what Randy you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to get the Randy that, you know, that use, either uses his full ass or, you know, half his ass. Or even no ass. Um, but Randy seems like his heart is in this feud. It's in this, you know, tag team with him and Matt. So I'm liking this tag team. I mean, it's it's got remnants of... It, well, not remnants. It's very similar to the Rock and Sock connection when you look at it because you have the goofy guy, you have the goofball in, uh, in Matt Riddle, and then you have the arrogant, you know, too cool for school guy in Orton, you know, who's basically the Rock, and, you know, Riddle being mankind. So that's why it's working. That's why it's getting over. This doesn't feel like a team that was just spliced together. You know, they obviously had a plan for this team, and it's and it's paid off. Um, so I'm 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 happy for Riddle because I've always liked Riddle, um, and I'm glad that he's Matt Riddle again, not just Riddle. Which which almost seems funny because it almost seems like Vince is saying, you know, all right, kid, you got your first name back. You're no longer just Riddle. You're Matt Riddle. Oh shit! Look at him. Damn. Look at big titty woman there. It's goddamn SmackDown's on. So, while I'm reviewing this, I'll also be uh, uh, doing a watch along tonight. I guess a little bit of it. Cause I, again, this isn't going to be a long show because I still I'm going to end up watching uh, Rampage after this. So, Edge is up. They're in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm imagining he's getting a big pop. But uh, for this match, and uh, and I'll, let me also say another thing about this match. AJ and Almost had been just as important to this feud as uh, Orton and Riddle are. Um, AJ is just AJ. What else can you say about him that hasn't already been said? He's AJ. He's he's so great as a heel. Like, I don't think I ever want to see him as a babyface again because he's just that damn good as a heel. That's just my opinion. I think AJ should just retire a, uh, a heel. And then Almost is almost is getting there. But I like almost. I think he's amazing. I think his facials are great. I think when he whenever he smiles, it's creepy. And he's like he's good, he's a good shit talker in the ring. I love his fucking theme by the way, because I haven't heard his theme. Um, and when I was there live, you know, this past Monday, I heard his theme. I'm like, that's actually pretty fucking cool. Like it was like a, um, I guess it was like reggaeton. Reggaeton, you know, rap, whatever you want to call it. No, not not reggaeton, but because uh, reggaeton, I think, is like more of a spin. Um, yeah, it is reggaeton. Is it reggaeton? I don't know what it is, but it's it sounded pretty fucking. I'm not even the biggest rap fan, and I thought that was pretty fucking cool as a movie. And they haven't released like an actual clean, you know, full version of it because it's brand new. But I hope they do because that was a pretty fucking cool thing, and it fits them. 
Um, but yeah, AJ and Omos have done a great job in the feud. Like, they've made the feud mean something. Um, as far as this Sunday goes, oh, not Sunday, tomorrow, actually. Damn, I need to get used to that. Tomorrow. Not this Sunday, tomorrow. Literally tomorrow. Hey, I'm going for RK, bro. I want that feel good moment. Um, keep the titles on them for a while. And, I mean, eventually they're going to do the breakup. I hope it's not Orton that perpetrates the breakup. I kind of hope they they really swerve people and have, you know, Randy, uh, not Randy, uh, Riddle be the one that, you know, turns heel and attacks Orton. I think that would be interesting. Or, I don't even think you need to necessarily turn him heel. Just have him lose control. Like, have it be a thing of, like, you know, Riddle costs the team the tag titles because he can't get his ego. He can't get his, you know, his, uh, his personality under control. And then Orton kind of has to, you know, show them some tough love and then Riddle attacks him. And not necessarily because he's a heel, but because, and again, you know, this young punk, you know, can't learn his ways. Uh, but I'm going for RK, bro. And I wouldn't mind if this feud continued. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind if we got to see it at the next pay-per-view. So, you know, good match. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, next we have Alexa Bliss versus Eve Marie with Dewdrop. I don't care. Don't care. Don't care for either of these people. I mean, Dewdrop, Piper Nevin, I like her. Other than that, I don't care about this feud. So, next, Jinder, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Uh, Veer and Shanky are banned from ringside. I mean, come on. You honestly think Jinder is in this match? This is basically to keep Drew under away from the title because they were putting him in that main event scene for the longest time. So Drew's going to win this. This is just something for Drew to do. Um, as for gender, he sucks. <laughs> That's all I can say. He sucks. Um, he, he said something about how he didn't appreciate how people considered his title run you know, to be an experiment and that he wasn't that good and he did a lot in his title reign. I'm like, dude, you suck. I don't know how to break it to you, but you suck. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, she's like, gender sucks. I don't know. I, I, like, yeah. How does he not say that that was an experiment? I mean, it's something WWE does all the time. They give these guys these title reigns during the summer because summertime usually isn't a very good time for wrestling, especially for WWE. 
And he was champion for as long as he could be, which I think he was champion maybe a little bit too long. I think it was for like for six and a half, seven months. And then they gave it to AJ. Because they already booked him and Brock, and then AJ won it, and then that ended up becoming a much better match than we could have gotten with Jinder and Brock. So, the point of this is Jinder sucks. So, the he needs he just needs to live with that. He sucks. He's not good at all. Like, the guy has no... The guy has nothing to him that I can say is good. You know? Like, he, he's not even good at being a hero. He's, he's a goofball. Plain so. Uh, next is another match I'm looking forward to. Sheamus defending the United States Championship against Damian Priest. Never, never would I, never have I ever thought that I would want to, that I'd be excited to see a match with Sheamus. And it's weird because Sheamus isn't exactly a spring chicken. But in this whole, in this past year, I mean, I don't even want to say a past year because we're not even done with the year. But this whole year, Sheamus has been so goddamn good. In he has had some great matches. I mean, he, he he wrestled Drew, which I think lit a fire in him because him and Drew are friends. So, of course, you're going to wrestle your boy. You're going to have some good chemistry and you're going to want to bring it all. And maybe even Drew had, some, had something to do with that. Maybe Drew was like, dude, just you're, you're a badass. Like, wrestle like a badass. <laughs> Like, don't try to be too snug. Like, wrestle like you're an like you're an actual ass. And then he had a good match with you know Riddle at you know at WrestleMania. <clears throat> so I'm looking forward to this match because I love Damian Priest, another guy I've turned the corner on. Because when I first saw him in NXT, I was not crazy about. Him. I didn't think he was all that great. I just thought he was another lumbering. Damn, Edge looks pissed off. God damn. Um, I just thought he was another lumbering, you know, big guy that didn't really have too much talent. And he won me over. He he just he won me over. Mm. You know, he even won Joey Numbers over. And Joey Numbers is a pretty tough cuss. But he was able to, you know, win me over. And he was able to get over with the crowd. I mean, granted they, they hot shotted him into a big feud with one uh, well, night, really a few. They they paired him with Bad Bunny, who he's not my cup of tea as far as like you know artist goes or you know music, but he, he he's a recognizable name. I can I can at least say that you know my girl's cousin you know adores him, thinks he's you know, amazing, and she wants to have his kids. Um, and he's again he's recognizable where he's in commercials, he's on TV shows. Um, he, he did a good job with me. You know, bad bunny. So, and then even after that, he's consistently been able to stay over with the crowd because he's likable. He's great in the ring. You know, he he's good on the mic. Um, you know, he's he's a good looking dude, and he has a he has a man's voice. I just kind of wish they'd keep him away from Miz and Morrison already. Like, I I want to see him do something else because in this feud with Sheamus. You haven't really seen Sheamus too much. It's just been all Damian Priest against the Miz and Morrison. The only time you've ever seen him interact with Sheamus is whenever he beat him in a match to get a title shot. And also to to uh, talk to him in the ring one time. That's it. They haven't really built this matchup you know, properly. 
Um, which is which which kind of worries me that you know for tomorrow, because I have a feeling that Priest isn't going to win, and I'll say why. It's because mainly, I think Miz and Morrison are going to get are going to get involved and try and fuck with Priest. Uh, it's just it's too obvious. But and if he does win, I'm, I'll be very happy. But I have a feeling Sheamus is going to solely based off of you know fuck mission. And again, the match hasn't really been built up that properly. Uh, next is Edge and Seth Rollins in a singles match. Um, a lot of people aren't feeling this match. You know, I know Wrestling Soup wasn't crazy about it. But they're not big Seth fans, and I know they're not big Edge fans. I'm not crazy about this feud either. Um, I'm not crazy about Seth. I think he's been overexposed, and he he really should have been out a lot longer than just like two months. They should have kept him off TV for a long time until he was actually ready to come back. But I'm not di- I'm not digging Seth Rollins. I'm not digging the whole, you know, drip, you know, Rollins, whatever the hell you want to call him. You know, Edge I like. You know, Edge, you can at least say he hasn't phoned it in. You know, he comes in every night and gives it his all. You know, he goes out there and wants to actually wrestle. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people want to say maybe he should just do tag matches or you know, shorter singles matches. I think he's doing fine because he actually wants to be here. He's not just here for a paycheck like, you know, like old bird. He actually wants to be here and wrestle. And the paycheck. But um, I think Seth will win to kind of get his heat back. You know, because again, Seth has kind of been on a losing streak. You know, Edge has you know, lost a few matches too. But I think they're going to give it to Seth because, again, he, he has to get his heat back. Uh, next match, you have Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. For, or Bianca Belair defending the, the SmackDown Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. Uh, I love Bianca, but I hate her as a heel. I'm not a heel. I hate her as a face. She needs to be a heel. Just, her gimmick, just, it, it screams heel. And... I know the I know I know people are gonna say the Rock. The Rock, you know, comes out and says the Rock. The Rock is the most electrifying. Like, yeah, that he was able to earn that persona because he got over with the fans so quickly. For someone like Bianca, it just isn't working. You know what I mean? She needs to be a heel, and I think Sasha's gonna win it because Sasha's over, and that's hard for me to say because I've never been a Sasha fan at all. But I can say that Sasha is over and she gets a reaction. And she's popular and, and her merch sells. So give it to Sasha because Bianca has not been working out as a face. She needs to be a heel. There, there needs to be something for her to do, some her, someone for her to wrestle that can bring out that heel persona. Who, you ask? I don't know because, you know, the women's roster on SmackDown is, like, fucking thin as shit. So I don't know who you put her against. I mean... You can bring out that heel persona against Shotzi. That'd be that'd be interesting. I would love to see that, or possibly even Tegan Knox. <clears throat> so I don't know. I really don't know. But get it off of Sasha. I mean, get it off of Bianca. Right? Uh, next tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. You have U- the Usos defending the titles against Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Two things. The Usos are going to win it. And I have a feeling that something's going to happen with Dominic and Rey. 
Because lately they've been teasing a lot of tension between Dominic and Ray. Um, I think Dominic is going to turn on his father. Personally, that's just me. I know people suggested Ray turning on Dominic, but that, that, that wouldn't look right. That really wouldn't look right to me because Rey Mysterio can never, ever be a heel. Ever. And never, ever, ever, ever. Cannot be a heel. Dominic can be a heel. I think that's something that could maybe even save him. Because at this point, I'm not the biggest Dominic fan at all. I really am. I'm really not. The guy's just not, he's not very good. Uh, my biggest criticism of him is that he's tall, but he tries to wrestle like his dad. And he shouldn't be doing that at all. I mean, if any, try to wrestle like Eddie. I mean, he is your dad, Lincoln. Um, <laughs> but... I have a feeling Dominic's going to go heel after this match. That's just, that's just me. WWE's going to want to pull out all stops at SummerSlam. And, you know, with COVID numbers rising, the talk is that this might be the last, this might be the last time in a, in a good, well, not the last time officially, but like, we might not see a big crowd like this for a while. What is, what is Jay so doing with his tongue? Jeez. <clears throat> so, I have a feeling this, this show's going to pull out all the stops. Uh, next, you have Bobby Lashley defending the WWE title against Oldberg. Or Goldberg, how you want to call it. Uh, I mean, Bobby Lashley should go over decisively. I, he really should. I don't see Goldberg winning. I don't see... There is no reason for Goldberg to ever be a champion again, ever. Um, Goldberg said after this... He's only gonna have two more matches left on his contract, which good. Um, I want to say Bobby Lashley's gonna go over decisively, but it's Goldberg, so that's never gonna happen. Goldberg's not gonna look, you know, weak for anybody. <clears throat> Here's what I think could happen: is Goldberg's son, and they've made it very like obvious that his son is going to be involved in this map somehow. I mean, from the get-go, his son was involved. He was involved, you know, in that thing with MVP where Goldberg came out and spared him, and then he was involved on Monday. Um, so, what do you do with Gage? I mean, I don't see them having him physically get involved. Maybe to, like, shove MVP, and maybe MVP gets in the face like, boy, boy, I will whoop you with this game. Or maybe, you know, MVP threatens to hurt Gage. Which I think that would be interesting. Like, Goldberg's about to go for a spear. And then, you know, MVP ends up grabbing Gage out of the crowd. You know, threatens to hurt him. And that distracts Goldberg. And then, you know, Bobby Lashley, you know, spears Goldberg. And then puts the hurt lock on him. And that's how, you know, you win the match with Lashley. Or, I mean, or what else do you do? I mean, you obviously can't give Goldberg the title. Like, no. You you can't. You really can't. The crowd will turn on Goldberg, like, real fast. I mean, Goldberg gets a good reaction whenever he comes out. He got a good reaction on Monday, despite what a certain um, <clears throat> Kevin Castle might have to say. Goldberg gets a, Goldberg is over with the crowd. He gets cheers. The crowd likes Goldberg. They just don't want to see him. He's an attraction. Like I said, CM Punk should be. Goldberg is an attraction. And it's good to use him every now and then. 
you know, put them back in the toy box and bring them back out when you're ready to play with them again. But, um, the length of the match, I would say eight minutes. Eight minutes. Well, as far as the match goes, five minutes. And then two and a half, three minutes worth of Goldberg's entrance. So, Bobby's going to win this. He, he kind of has to. Like, do not drop, do not have Bobby Lashley jobbed at Goldberg. Like, come on. It was bad, it was bad enough when you had, when you did it to Kevin Owens, when you did it to The Fiend. Don't do it to Bobby Lashley. Come on. And I know people are going to want to say, you know, Vince, Vince wants to have the oldest WWE champion of all time. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Goldberg as a WWE champion will not work. Or may, or maybe he will. Because since we're heading back into another potential, you know, lockdown, which, oh, no, oh my God, now I hate, the, uh, now I'm hating even thinking about it. Are, are they going to give it to Goldberg because there's something they know that we don't know? Oh God. Oh God. Ugh. Oh my God, I've just upset myself. All right, I'm going to move on to the next match because I'm, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to cry. Uh Main event. I'm assuming this is the main event because it will be. Mm-hmm. Universal Championship match. You have Roman Reigns, the champion, with Paul Heyman versus John Cena. Uh, it's weird because I want to say Roman Reigns because they really do want to build towards Roman Reigns versus The Rock, and the talk is that The Rock is gonna you know show up at Survivor Series, and you know, the main event of WrestleMania is going to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns. That's that's their big money match they want to build towards. <clears throat> um, Cena, I don't think really care, really gives two shits about being a world champion anymore. At this point, Cena's here for a discount. He came back because he wants to be here. And he's going to put over whoever they want him to put over. Uh, and that includes Reigns. Because... I said before, their feud from 2017 was very one-sided because it was just John Cena, you know, doing promos and it was Roman Reigns, you know, looking, you know, with his dick in his hand, essentially. Now, this feud is very even because Roman is so damn good. He is so good in his role. He's so great on promos. Um, Paul Heyman (coughs) doesn't necessarily do anything, but he really completes the character. Like, I think if you took Paul Heyman away, it, I think it would really hurt Roman. Because Paul Heyman doesn't really have to say anything. He just has to be right there to hand Roman the title. And it's like, at the, and it's like I kind of want, want Paul Heyman to be there to, to hand Roman the title. You know, if you took Paul Heyman away, I would hate it. So keep Paul for as long as possible. I guess until Brock comes back. But, um... Again, love their promo from last Friday. I thought the promo was so good. Roman, Cena, Cena's promo was was great because it was simple. Because he didn't try to do the whole, I fight over adversity because I'm John Cena. Like, he didn't try and do all that shit. He kept it very simple. He's like, you know, you can whoop my ass. And you probably will. But I'm just going to hang in there because all I need is one, two, three. He just kept it simple. You know, and then Roman with his comment about, you know, missionary, you know, didn't keep Nikki Bella around. And, 
Cena, you know, telling him, you know, Roman that, you know, you drove Dean Ambrose out of the WWE. It's it's gonna be a great match. It's gonna be a huge match. The crowd's gonna go ape shit for it. What's gonna happen? I don't know. I mean, all signs point to fuckery, you know, happening. All signs point to the Usos, you know, coming out and trying to fuck with the match. It might even it might end in a disqualification. Um, I don't see John winning, obviously, because I don't think John's gonna win. You're not gonna bring John back to beat Roman Reigns. You know, I don't even think The Rock's gonna beat Roman Reigns, but that's just to really solidify Roman as the top guy in today's era. Uh, but obviously, obviously, I ramble on. I'm going with Roman Reigns. I'm going with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to hold on to this motherfucking title for a long time. And I'm fine with it. Like, he's going to hold on. He's going to hold on from now to Mania. Who he's going to drop it to, I don't know. I, ca- I can't really see him losing to anyone. If he's going to, if he's going to lose that title, it's going to be because, I mean, I don't want to say this, but, you know, it's going to be because he has to leave. Because of his, um, his, uh, his uncle Lou, last name Kenya. Or, that's pretty much the only way I see him ever dropping that title. Because I, I don't see anyone on this roster beating him. I mean, Cross would be an interesting matchup if Cross is on Raw, unless you put Cross on SmackDown. I mean, Damian Priest. Seems like an interesting matchup. But again, they're both on Raw. Unless you put them on SmackDown. Um, Drew McIntyre, but we've already seen that. So, I don't know. I don't know who you put in front of Roman that looks legit that could beat him. Because I doubt they're going to have The Rock beat Roman. Because The Rock has four movies coming out in a year. So The Rock's not going to have time to beat champion. Um, but yeah, that's just how I see it. But, uh, yeah, SummerSlam is going to be tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, Sunday we have NXT TakeOver. This is interesting. So let's go over the card of NXT TakeOver. It was announced that NXT will no longer be having their shows at Full Sail. You know, their partnership with Full Sail is now over. They will officially be doing their shows at the Capital Wrestling Center from here on out. So, good for them. The Drew Yari Show. All right, so I have no clue that if you're if you're solo, you can only have an hour of recording on an anchor. I have no clue about that. It's weird because I've I've recorded in the past with other guests, and I was able to get more than just an hour. Usually, it's usually two hours. So I guess an hour per per. per I, don't, I don't understand what's weird. Um. So, let's see what else we have here. So, we have NXT TakeOver. Uh, NXT TakeOver, Capital Wrestling Center. Uh, let's, let's see, five matches. Uh, let's start with uh, Walter, the NXT United Kingdom champion, versus Eli, was it? Ilya Dragunov. Uh, I mean, hmm. I, I like the first match. I mean, how how, how well is it? I mean, people are looking forward to this. I can see why. Walter, I like. Uh, Dragunov, I'm kind of 
50-50 on. I thought it was crazy how he was just busted open completely on Wednesday. Like, it wasn't even like a little blood. It was like a lot of blood. So, this match should be good. If I like the first match, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll, I'll like this match. So, Walter's going gonna, Walter's gonna to retain. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez, the NXT Women's Champion versus Dakota Kai. Uh, they're going to keep it on, on Gonzalez. I don't see her dropping that title to Kai. Kai is probably going to go to the main roster pretty soon. Um, Carrier, I'm not Carrier Cross. Uh, Gonzalez is going to keep, is going to keep up. Motherfucker. She's going to keep that title. And she's probably going to do what Karrion Cross is doing, pulling double duty, you know, stay on NXT, and then see what she can do on the main roster. Which I'm interested to see the matchups with it. So, uh, next we have LA Knight, uh, defending the Million Dollar Championship against Cameron Grimes. The stipulation is that if Grimes loses, DiBiase has to become Knight's Butler. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess the feel-good moment is like Grimes win. But it's just like this gimmick literally just started. So I, 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 I don't really have a choice, personally. I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of this gimmick. I like LA Knight and I like Grimes, but it's weird. I, I guess go with Grimes for the feel-good moment. Next we have Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in a... Two out of three falls match. Uh, the first fall being a wrestling match. The second fall being a street fight. The third fall, if necessary, which it's going to fucking happen, is a steel cage. Um, I mean, this match is going to be very predictable as far as like how it's going to go. You know it's going go to go to fall three. Um, Kyle's going to win because it's Kyle. They're going to want Kyle around to eat. To get pushed to the moon. Adam Cole is going to go to the main roster. Because, you know, he already got signed back. I don't know what they're going to do with Calder Riley with Adam Cole gone. He's got. The NSU there is, is dead, essentially. You know, Bobby Fish is gone. He's, he got fired. Roderick Strong probably should have been fired because he's just a big bag of nothing. You know, Calder Riley, I like. I want to see him do something with him. Adam Cole is probably going to be a big star on the main roster. This match, uh, I'll be honest, I have not been a big fan of this feud. And it's weird because you look on paper, you know, it's two guys that should light the fucking, you know, house on fire. And it's not on them. It's not to say that they're, they're, they're not good wrestlers and they can't, you know, have a good match against each other. But the matches have been very anticlimactic. Like, their first match, you know, that uh, non-sanctioned match was just, it was not very good. Because it was too long, there was no blood. Correction, uh, it was either O'Reilly or Cole had blood coming from their mouth. Again, there you go. No actual blood, no repercussions, no bruises, no cuts, no scrapes. And the match was just too fucking long. And it's doing that thing of like, you know, longer matches equal better matches. Like, no, they don't. Ma 
matches do not need to be long to be good or tell a story. Uh, and then the second match was as Amer- Great American Bash with Adam Cole and you know, Kyle. I thought, I guess, I think that was maybe slightly better than the non-sanctioned match. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've been kind of disappointed in this view. The promos have been good. The matches, in my opinion, have been a little underwhelmed because they're just too fucking long. And this is obviously going to be a problem. I kind of hope this is not the main event. It, it really should not be the main event. I mean, hopefully the next match we're talking about is the main event. But for Jeff Lippman's sake, this should not be the main event. Uh, but it's going to go three falls. It's going to go to Steel Cage. And there's not going to be any blood. There's not going to be any scrapes or cuts or bruises like usual. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to go with Kyle O'Reilly on this one. This is going to be Adam Cole's last match on NXT. He's going to debut the next night. Or he might take some time off and debut at a pay-per-view. I don't know. But this is going to be Adam Cole's last night on NXT. Mark Holmes. Uh, lastly is what I'm assuming is the main event. You have Karrion Cross, the NXT World Champion, versus Samoa Joe. This is going to be a good match. You know, this is, this is a match that, you know, a lot of people have been wanting to see because you have Joe who hasn't wrestled in over a year, but he looks like he he looks like he's going to do just fine. You know, and Cross, I don't see Cross as somebody you have to worry about being dangerous in the ring. Because he doesn't necessarily do anything that's reckless. He's not. He doesn't do flippies. He doesn't do kicks. Cross is a straight up ass kicker. Like that's his thing. He's an ass kicker. He's a power wrestler. He's dominant. And I think he goes. Oh no, Biggie didn't get his briefcase back. <clears throat> um. So this is going to be a good match. I don't see how this match is going to be bad unless they try to make it too long. But I think it's going to be very sim- simple. I don't see Samoa Joe winning because calling a spade a spade. Samoa Joe's, you know, he's in his 40s. He's in his 40s and crosses the younger guy. And this is how I've always said it about Cross. If he's going to loot, if he's going to drop that title, it's going to be on his own terms. Like, the way I see it is he beats Joe, and then he comes on an NXT the next night and just hands William Regal the title and says, I've beaten everybody on the show. I've beaten Cole. I... Restart. I've beaten Finn. I've beaten Cole. I've beaten Gargano. I've beaten Dunn. I even beat your precious Samoa Joe. There is nobody else on the show for me to, to wrestle anymore. I'm done. And then he hands, you know, Regal the title and says, I'm on to bigger and better things. So, and then he leaves. Him and Scarlet leave. They go to the main roster. You know, because even Cross had said in the promo against, again, was it Gargano? He's like, you know, my dream is to main event WrestleMania and be the WWE champion. And he said that for a reason. So, Cross is going to the main roster. I mean, he's already on the main roster, but he's officially going to be on the main roster. Starting one. Starting, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess, in two weeks. So, 
that that that's just how I'm booking it. I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but you know, let's just be real. Besides, after Joe, who are you going to put in front of Cross? Like, who else is left to wrestle for Cross? Like, who? Exactly. Nobody. I mean, Odyssey Jones seems like a nice matchup, but he's new. And I have no desire to see him wrestle Carmelo Hayes. So, that's just, just kind of how I see it. I think that's going to happen. So, anyways, that is my NXT review. Or not review. That's my predictions for this Sunday. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. This is going to be this is going to be some interesting game. And again, I had no clue that I was only allowed an hour by myself for anchor. So uh, this is going to be this is going to be fun to do. That's definitely not. I'm not. I'm definitely not doing shorter shows by myself. That's for damn sure. But um, anyways, guys, appreciate y'all. I uh, hope you guys have a nice weekend watching SummerSlam and NXT. Uh, shout outs to everybody. Wrestling Soup, of course. Kevin Castle, Trez, Baseball Chicky. Uh, Breaking the Apocalypse of John Draper, Shaheen, uh, B Show Brian, Little RJ the Broken Savage, Monty, Ruben Prime, Jeff Littman, of course, you know, Steve, Hammerlock Hangover, The Texas Podcast Massacre, can't forget those boys, uh, and Lady, of course, uh, Foscout Radio with Andrew Carlick, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast, uh, trying to figure it out. Wrestling Court. Can't forget about wrestling court. And just shout to everybody else. Shout out to everybody who has a podcast. And again, I will edit this show. Uh, might not be up tonight. I might even you know, fuck it. I'm just gonna edit. I'm just gonna edit this and I get off here. But anyways guys, take care. Have a great night. Have a great summer sand weekend, and I will see you next week. Peace out.